0: Thank you for tuning into to SogeCast. We hope you enjoy this uninterrupted listening experience. But before that, please do listen to these messages that come from those that support your
1: favorite show. Raj Nayak's talk show, Fridays Live, features high-profile guests from various walks of life who engage in a free-flowing and inspiring chat with him.
0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Friday's Live with me, Raj Naik. I have a very, very special guest today. Uh, yeah. More than a special guest, she's a very, very dear friend of mine, one of I'm my the, most favorite I'm, people.
2: I'm the Ha. Murgi. Huh?
0: <laughs> no, you're not Garki Murgi. You're Tandoori Chicken. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, she's, a, she's a very successful choreographer. She's a successful producer, uh, something that I wasn't aware of. She's also an actress. She's a TV host. She's been a judge on almost every reality show that I know of. And she's probably one of the most successful uh, female film directors. I wouldn't she shouldn't say female. That's a wrong, politically incorrect. I know. She's one of the most successful film director uh, uh, in our industry.
2: Thank so, you, Raj.
0: Welcome yeah. to the one and only Farah Woo! Khan. Thank you, Farah. Thank you so much.
2: Intro. And thank you for not knowing that I actually acted in one movie.
0: Yeah, I I didn't know honestly, but I just got to know and uh, I'm going to ask you. I want to know more about it. Okay, okay. So, so, uh, I just want to tell you something. Yeah. Especially for you, my wife cut my hair so that I look good.
2: (laughs) See, you're dying to cut your hair, Raj. You're looking very dapper by the way, I want to tell you. Can she come and cut my son's hair also?
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm Look sure.
2: Like master yeah. Bittu from '70s movies.
0: You hmm. know that she loves that, so I'm sure she'll be right. more than willing to do that.
2: Please, I'm taking, sending him to your house for a haircut. Hmm.
0: Great, wonderful. So I just want to start, uh, and uh, like you know, I keep saying this. Uh, you know what I'm missing? I just want to tell you. You know what I'm missing during the last four months of lockdown? Can you guess what I'm missing?
2: I can guess what you're missing.
0: What am I missing?
2: Roast chicken.
0: Yes, Farah ki yes. dawat. I ah. was thinking the whole industry must be missing. You know the Sunday lunches that you yeah. host, and for those- I'm,
2: I'm also missing that. Actually, that's the one thing I'm really missing. All of you all coming home, you know, on that Sunday which goes on till six in the evening, and yeah. like eating that food and then lying on the sofa and then talking whatever we feel like talking,
1: yeah. you know,
2: without bothering that somebody is going to record it or somebody is <laughs> going to write about
1: it.
2: Yeah, yeah, we are all missing that, and hopefully, as soon as as soon as a vaccine is invented, I'll be having a lunch too.
0: Yeah. No, but uh, great. For those of you who don't know, I mean, uh, while she's hosted a show called Farah Ki Dawad,
2: Yeah, Farah thanks, much.
0: Yeah, and Farah <laughs> is one of the finest hosts. She loves feeding people, you know, and half the industry uh, lands up at her house on Sundays and she's always hosting some party or the other, basically feeding people. She loves food and she likes I do.
2: I do. I, li- I like well. feeding you. I like feeding people who like to eat food.
0: Yes, and yes. we love your food, and we are waiting when uh, all this is over. Hopefully, I,
2: I agree. Waiting our first Sunday will across.
0: be at our first Sunday will be at your
2: first home. first get together will be at mine. Hmm. Yes, okay. Now so, tell me,
0: yeah. So far, I just want to know. I mean, uh, you know, this show is all about uh, uh, inspiration for the next generation. I mean, you okay. know, when they see people like you who made it to the top, uh, they want to know your journey. They don't want to know who you really are, uh, okay. where you grew up, how did you get into this and things like that. Okay. So I would like to go right back uh, okay. and uh, say from, if you can tell me a little bit of uh, about your childhood.
2: My childhood, uh, Raj, was a mixture of, uh, it was Kabhi Khushi Kabhi is the right uh, title for it. So till I was about five years old, uh, my dad was very rich and, uh, you know, he used to make these B-grade uh, uh, action movies with Dara Singh and Mumtaz in those days, in the in the 60s. And he started from 50s. But of course, I remember but in 60s.
0: Mumtaz
2: was, was not big. She, she was not big. She was also a B-grade actress that time. She was, okay. you know, she's one of the few uh, who was a junior artist and then became a B-grade side actor. And then she became, of course, a top heroine. I don't think there's ever been any other example of somebody who's come from the you know, from the extras and who has become a top actress, I think Mumtaz is the only one. So, but that time she used to do all these Dara Singh movies. He made all those. He used to make all those fun movies, Robin Hood and Tarzan um, Comes to Bombay and things like that. You know, now clearly you know where all the inspiration for my movies come from. <laughs> so they were. But I, I remember when I was about five years old, he made a film called um, uh, Hota Hai, which was his first. Uh, film. He used to make black and whites before that and uh, he put all his money in that movie and he had high hopes for it and that uh, I mean it's very strange to say but Friday the movie released and literally Sunday we were poor you know over the weekend and from then on till I think I was five five years old and then till I was about 18-19 years old for a period of 14 years my dad had absolutely no work. He had no work and uh, people stopped coming to the house. I mean, he used to host fantastic parties, you know, where biryani and paya and all the stuff and we didn't have money to eat. It was literally hand to mouth for uh, 14 years till he passed away when I was uh, 18 and a half, 19. And those 14 years, I think, are what really formed uh, what I had to, you know, whatever I am today, I look back and it's because of that. So um, the kind of struggles we went through, but the kind of joy that we had in simple things, even though we, we, you know, our childhood friends and we lived in a very normal housing society, which was, is very run down now. And we had the whole flow and then slowly every two years, one one flat would keep getting sold because he did, we didn't have money. And soon just the four or five of us were in a small, like a 400 square foot one bedroom hall kitchen. And then my mom divorced him. She left. So it. I mean, I, I hate talking about this because it sounds like a saga. Uh, which it was, but we, I mean, we found ways to be happy. And the only, I mean, I remember now, our only joy used to be going to a theater and watching a movie. You know, and all this with the stress and my dad uh, um, became alcoholic. He used to drink the morning, uh, you know, seven o'clock. And I remember the, the, the smell of it actually. And even now if somebody has drunk or, I instantly get that smell, like if my, my driver used to drink and drive and I used to get into the car and I used to say, get out, you know, you've been drinking. He would be quite shocked. He said, nahi, didi, mani, nip. I said, I know that smell from childhood, so you cannot fool me. Get out and go home, sleep it over and then come back. So, uh, it, I mean, he would start uh, and he was a very, very large hearted, generous man who gave away everything that he had to people and... Uh, didn't have anyone to help him when he passed away. So, so when people say, I mean, this, I when, when I hear about this insider, outsider, and Oh, you're an insider. I, I find it a joke. I find it a joke because, uh, yeah. whatever it was, I mean, he used to be a big producer at one time till we fell on such hard times that when he died, I had to, there were literally 30 rupees in his pocket. And we had to, I had to go in a rickshaw to all my relatives house to collect money so that we could give him a funeral, you know, so that we could buy the, his, you know, in the Muslims, they have that white cloth and the, and the, the kafat. Okay. what do you call it? Yeah. So we needed money for that. So I had to literally go, I remember going in a rickshaw to Daisy auntie's house, honey Auntie auntie's house, collecting money from uh, everywhere to, to give him a decent burial so I mean, I mean that was it but it's not like we didn't have good times i mean we always remember the good times you know our friends and the kind of stuff we used to do and
0: must have been quite a, it's a, quite a traumatic experience it I mean.
2: was uh, he, uh, you can make it traumatic or you can
0: uh, reflect you know. on all the fi- good things in life yeah
2: yeah or oh, you know he i mean he, he had a very generous side and he had a very funny side to him You know, he had a great sense of humor. Uh, My mom went through very uh, troubled times when she left him and she had got married when she was 18, had me when she was 19, had never worked a day in her life. You know, she used to be treated like a queen. And then when she left him, she had to literally go learn typing shorthand to become a secretary or, you know, first time she traveled by a bus. Uh, and then she worked at the c Hotel at that time. She became a housekeeping supervisor. Um, Nargis Dutt recommended her for the job. And of course, my mom is very, very capable. So for, she worked there for 10 years. And um, that was it. I, I mean, we didn't have any... Um, we had the basics. I mean, we had the college fees. And I used to have a train pass. And that was about it. You know, so you had to charm your friends into buying you lunch or the hostel boys into taking me to their mess and <laughs> that
0: that shouldn't have been a problem. Hostel no, no. boys taking you out
1: your
2: no. I was one of the boys actually. I was one of the boys. So they were very fond of me and I was absolutely one of a one like a tomboy. For so it's not like I was the prettiest girl, I was a very skanky...
0: I have seen your photographs when you were young, yeah. Farah. You were
1: you were uh, I was like one. Very
2: so uh, that's uh, what you did. And uh, then I worked, did a lot of jobs, odd jobs. And of course, after my dad died, you know, it's very strange because as a child, I used to dance a lot. You know, when all poor people who used to come to my house I were forced to watch this four-year-old standing on a table and doing one Helenka song. But then at one point, I heard my dad tell, uh, I think it was Zara Singh or Zara Uncle. And our uncle said, this girl, she's going to be a great dancer. And he said, I'm not going to let her dance. It's small now, so it's okay. And then I think that kind of stayed with me. And I I didn't dance till he died. You know, and after he passed away, I think I found, uh, I mean, of course, I discovered Michael Jackson, but I found dance to be like my my escape route. You know, like instead of, I mean, I could have taken drugs. Uh, There were every possibility of Sajid and me going down that path, but where did you,
0: uh, I, where did you do your college?
2: I uh, first uh, two years I went to Nirmala Niketan Home Science. Don't ask me why, because my best friend was there, so I joined. But then after that, I was in Saint Xavier's. And uh, and, know, and, uh,
0: and that's when uh, that's when you started dancing.
2: That's when I started dancing. In fact, I started a dance competition at Malhar, the Western dance competition. Wasn't but, there before. We all protested and said, we want a Western dance competition.
0: But did you train yourself to be a dancer or
2: something? No, of course not. There was no there was no training. First of all, there were no classes then. Uh, absolutely. And even if there were, I didn't have the money to... I mean, I'm telling you, literally had a train ka pass. No money. Just to take the train pass, walk to college from Marine Drive Station, uh, station or Charni Road. And... Uh, do jugad and get someone to buy you a chai or buy you omelette pow or something. And
0: so, so how did you then? Uh, I mean, if you did not have a formal training in dance, obviously, yeah, yeah. you some way it's natural. It's Is natural, yeah.
2: yeah. Natural I also, I I also learned a lot by watching, by watching, watching and copying, watching and copying in the beginning. You know, and we didn't even have a TV, we didn't have a fridge, we didn't have a phone, we didn't have any such things. We were at the mercy of our very kind neighbors. You Know so it was literally like a little chawl. Our building was, you know, with that like, common yeah, balcony. Was,
0: where was this? Which part of Mumbai? It was
2: in, Juhur, uh, in Kishore Kumar Lane, okay.
1: uh, it's
2: still there. Nehru Nagar Society. I still go there to meet my friends. Some of them are still there, my childhood friends, Goge, and a lot of people there. Uh, and uh, if we wanted ice, we would take a bhandi of water, and you know, Goge's mother, Palandi, would keep it in a freezer and then if somebody was going to come then we'd have a little bowl of ice which we used to break and no fridge no phone so phone number was given of the neighbors anyone wanted to phone us they had to get up in the afternoon and shout across the balcony you know phone I, I then we would run no tv so michael jackson was watched my friend Raju approves house he's the only one who had a video player and a tv so we all used to sit in his house and watch filarka vhs over and over and over again. Yeah,
0: it was a big craze at that
2: time. Big craze,
0: yes. So, so when Michael Jackson came to India, did you, did you go and watch?
2: I didn't go and watch. I was uh, upset with the people who were holding his concert. It oh, was my, all they friends. Are, it was now they are, but not then. <laughs> I, then I was very upset. <laughs> now of course uh, they've changed and uh, they are really nice people. But it was my I don't know why I thought my, me not going is a sign of protest. Now. Myself that, but of course, I met him in New York, which was even better because I got to meet him backstage. Wow, uh, yeah, and see one of those photos up there. There's a uh, Michael Jackson and me uh, photographed together. Wonderful,
0: Look. so finally, you got to meet him. That's oh my that,
2: god, I was excellent. It was surreal. I was floating in the air. I like, I was like, well, I've gone to choreograph Shah Rukh for a award function in New York, um, and uh. You know Sharuk was on stage and someone said listen you want to the organizer said Michael is here you want to beat him <laughs> and lost Shah Rukh. <laughs> I dumped him and run behind and waited yeah that was just um uh, yeah I wish I had got to choreograph him once you know that was the that was like I'll retire if that happens <laughs> yeah so,
0: no I mean uh, uh, I I'm a big fan of Michael Jackson oh my my God,
1: yes and yes. Uh,
0: I also didn't know Sabas and Viraf and Andre those days.
1: Yeah, and yeah.
0: Probably I would have gone and watched it. Yeah. So hmm. tell me, how did you then uh, move to becoming a choreographer? I mean, from but, just dancing to choreography. Uh, when
2: I started dancing, then we what happened was we used to go for these afternoon socials. There were no night parties and we we were not allowed, you know, this afternoon social. <laughs> I remember. I mean,
0: would, would you cover the windows with black paper and things like
2: that? Well, no, no, they used to be like uh, because people were not allowed. Uh, to go out in the night, or there were, you know, only the rich could afford discos and all. for 30-40 rupees a ticket, you they used to book banquet halls of some chippy hotel and they used to have these afternoon. Which is again, Jugadu, I used to manage to find someone who would take me in. <laughs> and then I used to dance over there. Like I was like the talk of the colleges, like this one dances really well. we formed a group of like-minded uh, uh people, mostly boys. There were four boys and me. We formed a group uh, together and we would do shows. And then what happened is each of us would choreograph. It was like a democracy. Literally, they would choreograph something. I would, so the, 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 came started from there, how to choreograph, because we didn't want to always copy steps and, and do it. So, and from there, I started choreographing. And then, of course, uh, after that point, I started watching Hindi movies also because at that period we were in Xavier's watching Hindi movies was the most uncool thing that you could ever do. Has
0: it changed? So, Has it changed?
2: I think I changed it. I'm not being modest, but <laughs> uh, I mean, seeing uh, Hindi movie songs did become cooler and whatever. Uh, once I started doing, till then it was like considered really like tacky and. I mean, only I think only Saroji was doing like, you know that too. But like for Xavierites and all, at all, like no, no. Yeah. It is a very South Bombay culture.
0: I I can visualize it because my wife is a Xavierite.
2: Yeah, yeah. So now you know. It is <laughs> okay. <know> like, gee. <laughs> uh,
0: so did you always? What you, when obviously when you are growing up, we all have our dreams, aspirations, and sometimes destiny takes us in different directions. Yes. yes. Uh, but you obviously were fast uh, since you came from a family which is from uh, your father was in films and things like that uh, did you w- did you want to be in uh, the no, industry
2: not at all that there was absolutely no because we had seen uh, the worst of it the worst of it you know i mean i don't think we uh, it could be worse than what we had seen and gone through i mean uh, even though, and he was also a uh, successful much before I became big, I mean, I was all of five, you know, so I don't really uh, remember that side and of Also, uh, most of his colleagues were not really happening, uh, I mean, nobody had heard of him by the time I decided I want to join as an assistant director. Very few people, I mean, I was shocked when Nana Patikar called me and said, kamran ki beti hai, uska bada fan I have. Matlab, Died there only that someone and Nasiruddin Shah, and Nana Patika. These are the two people who were and used to regularly watch of others movies. You know, so literally they were all much uh, senior people. Others, uh, I mean, even if you ask today anybody what's my dad's name, they may not know it. They won't know it for sure.
0: So, so then,
2: that was not an option at all.
1: Right.
2: You know.
0: So then, how did you decide to get into acting? Because you acted. No,
2: acting, I got into like four years, five years ago.
0: Okay, not then. I,
2: no, no. Then, no. God, no. I was one uh, stick figure. Unlike I had absolutely no acting skills and uh, not suited at all to do. Um, I had absolutely okay. no such we'll, uh, illusions.
0: We will come back to that. So tell me, uh, since you choreographed now over a 100 movies and things like that. And uh,
2: More than that, I think. Wikipedia is still uh, in some la-la-land. La huh? So, because,
0: I don't know. I mean, maybe… Uh, yeah, maybe of, more. Maybe and more, you've done huh? both international and Indian, pro- yes. pro- Indian projects yes. and mm. regional language as well. So, yes. tell me, uh, if you have to name five people whom you huh. choreographed, who you would consider as the best dancers? Uh,
2: Hrithik. Uh, one. Uh, superb dancer. Um, I would say uh, Shakira. I choreographed her and she was just phenomenal. Um, and, that, uh, that's
0: amazing. I mean, you got to...
2: Yeah, uh, I got to choreograph her yeah. for the MTV Awards. Uh, Hips Don't Lie, Bollywood Style. So that was fabulous. Um, I would say last uh, I choreographed Sushant. And he did the whole song in one take. And he's absolutely a fantastic dancer. There are many that I didn't choreograph. uh i think i just like i never choreographed govinda but he's my all-time favorite dancer i got to choreograph helen auntie you know and that was a big thing i got to choreograph rishi kapoor these all my childhood idols you know i mean when i choreographed helen auntie for a song in Mobate, and literally abhi gita and me had to run from them because we were crying because as a child I used to only watch our cabaret songs and and stand on the table and do... Uh, <laughs> and try to I
1: replicate her, yeah.
2: Yes. So for me to be like coming at a point where I'm choreographing Rishi Kapoor, you know, for Student of the Year, we did that. Wale, I've choreographed him earlier also for Hum Zonu and when he was uh, still playing a hero. And those were all surreal uh, moments because these are your childhood idols that, you know, Or when you get to choreograph Amitabh Bachchan, you know, and... Uh, but let me tell you, my all asks all of fifteen minutes. <laughs> then I'm back to shouting at them. <laughs> <Then> <laughs> it's back. My all asks for fifteen minutes. Then I'm like, you please stand here and do the step properly. <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, so I can imagine. I can imagine you visualizing. I mean, I can
2: shouting at them. After the second day, they are like, Make So my. Uh,
0: so when did you decide to, how did direction happen to you?
2: You know, uh, it was very strange uh, because sometimes you don't know what you want to do. Like you said, sometimes destiny, I feel my destiny definitely led me to better and bigger places than I could have thought of or imagined or dreamed or, you know, uh, someone might, I think my dad passed away and he really looked after me than my, you know. It just led me to, at when I was about 22 or something, I thought I had this idiotic notion that I'm going to get married now because what do I do in life? I have nothing to do. Uh, I've been dancing for so long and uh, choreographing a movie, Hindi movie was nowhere. It was not a career option at all. At all. I mean, that was an alien world as to what we used to do. And because my mom and my aunts did not want me to get married at that point, very sensible. They are the most sensible women that I've met. And I fought with them and said, y'all don't want to see me happy. They're like, no, you are definitely not getting married. Uh, so honey auntie's uh, friend was Shankar Nag who was making Malgudi days at that time. And she said, I'm sending you off to Bangalore. And you go there and you assist him. So I was there in Bangalore for a month and a half. I stayed with uh, Shankar and his wife Aru. And I did the, I, I by then Malgudi did the shoot was over, principal shoot, but I learned all the background, the technical stuff, the mixing and the dubbing. And the. And by, when I came back to Bombay, I was another person. I was like, you know, I want to do something. I want to do something in this field. It's very interesting and it's something I have a passion about. And then I saw a movie called Arjun. You know, I know everyone says we saw Martin Scorsese and all. Sorry, I saw Arjun by Rahul Ravel. And I was like, this was the turning point. I was like, listen, I have to, I want to make movies.
0: So, so what was your first break in choreography and what was your first break in movies?
2: So my first break in movies and choreography the I mean, was, same, yeah, it was so. the same, was the same break. No, I mean, so I got, yeah, same. I joined uh, the director of Jojita Vohi Sikandar, Mansoor Khan. Okay. I had made a path-breaking movie called Kayamatse Se Kaya Before that, yeah. Which so was unlike any Hindi movie that we had seen till then. You know, in the sense that it was, it was the same story of Nasir Hussain, but the way he had shot it, the way people acted in it, the way people spoke—it was all very unlike the eighties movies that had.
0: So that was your first break as assistant director.
2: In he was making a movie called Jo Jita Isi Okay. Okay. So I was seen, now Destiny Takes You. I was in. He had a bungalow at Pali Hill, I think where Imran Khan still lives. Uh, He had a big bungalow in Pali Hill uh, and his friend uh, Joe Alvarez was a musician who was doing a show and I was choreographing that show. So we used to practice in that bungalow at Pali Hill. Okay, And there Mansoor came one day and he saw me with my dancers and all and he told me, listen, I'm making a film called Jojita and I need young people In this movie, can you get me, like, young, see, my dancers were unlike the film dancers and all. They were actually college kids and, like, people, my friends or whoever, not looking like the regular film dancers, you know, at 40, who are playing college students. So, I said, listen, I'll do all this, but you make me your assistant. So, I was his fourth assistant. Thousand rupees a month was my pay. I think 2000 is what I would spend on going by rickshaw and coming... So you spent I, I mean, more than, than what you earned. Yeah. yeah, so I was actually putting in money. That was my first break in direction because and then what happened is one month into the shoot I became the choreographer of the film because the choreographer didn't land up for the shoot, you know, in UT. They couldn't wait for three, four days. By the time they came and so he said, now you will choreograph this. And that song, luckily, turned out to be. I mean, you still hear it and you still see it. It's Pella Nasha from, yeah. you know, it's a classic. It's a.
0: Can you sing it?
2: No, uh, you want people to hear your show, no? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still you hear it and it. Yeah, can
0: anybody, everybody, that song?
2: Nasha. I mean, this 28 yeah. years down. You, it yeah. still has fresh, uh, fresh. So I think that. So for me, the, my break into films as uh, in direction and choreography was the same film. Jo, Jita Sikandar. jo Jita Sikandar, which I want to tell you is now a cult film. But it came and it went. Yeah. It did well only in Bombay for about two weeks. Now it's a cult classic, you know, like everyone's favorite movie. Yeah.
0: Sometimes this happens, right? I mean movies. a yeah,
2: lot of times
0: the then suddenly they
2: Lot of time because of watching it on satellite or watching it. On TV, a new generation discovers it, you know, probably movies that are slightly ahead of their time.
0: Do do you ever, have you ever revisited and watched some of your father's movies? Are they there?
2: Yes, we used to watch. We used to actually, for when we were younger, for all our birthday parties and all the projector, my neighbor had a projector and the projector would come and, you know, the reels of black and white movies would come. So I've watched a, a few of them. Not all, because they are not even available anymore, unfortunately. Right? But I've collected all the posters of all his movies and they are up on a wall. Next time you come home, I'll take you. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, that would be great. I mean, if you yeah. can manage to get some of... I've got you,
2: all his paraphernalia like, posters and things like that. Old, uh, Fantastic there. Huh. So tel- it's like Art Deco almost. Huh.
0: No, yeah, it'll, it'll be great treasure. I mean, I, I was just thinking if you were able to even get some of his films, old reels or something. I,
2: I think anything. what happened is that film center burned down oh. and they to have actual physical reels at that time. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Some of them are available. Some of them are there, but...
0: Yeah. So uh, how difficult it is because... Uh, I know it's even difficult even today, but how difficult has it been as a woman to in the industry? See,
1: well, because yes, it's, today, never,
0: it's not only the film industry, but largely almost every industry is a very male-dominated world.
2: I don't know. I've bloody never been. Uh, I don't have any sad stories to say about that. Yeah. You know. And uh, if a pass was made out of me or something inappropriate was said to me, I protected it immediately. And nobody then, you know, I didn't wait for long time before I kept it. I immediately called that person, put them in their place and said, don't you do that. So I was that kind of person. I can imagine someone may keep it within them and then 20 years later, they want to, uh, it can be. So for me, it was never, because I've always grown up with, Ajit and the building boys and they were my friends and we were always, my upbringing was uh, never that you are a girl and he's a boy and you will be treated differently. My upbringing for whatever reason that maybe my parents were too busy to look after us. So you always, had to
1: fight for survival.
2: Uh, yeah, and it was never that, uh, they were quite liberal in that sense. I mean, I would I don't remember ever being told you can't do this because you're a girl or or later, uh, you know, so it was literally like Sajid was not allowed to go out anywhere in the night unless I was going to. So,
1: so you are so the elder if
2: sibling? If I is going, then you can go. And I was saddled with him for years, bloody irritating.
0: <laughs> so, you are the elder sibling, right?
2: I'm the elder, elder by five years, but uh, looks the other way around. So.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Sajid is not watching you.
2: Actually, it's okay, no. he <laughs> Okay, so when-, so when when I came in and I joined Mansoor as an assistant, there were I have a picture of Jojitaka rap, Uti rap schedule. There are literally there are some 80 men, including cast and all the cyclists and the technical crew, and there's one girl, me, and I'm happily sitting there, not even thinking that there's a oh it, this is weird.
0: Sometimes it works to your advantage, doesn't it? When you're the only yeah. girl and there are 80 men all wanting to...
2: No, no, nothing. They were treating really me bad. Like one of the boys yeah. only. We had become Kala by the end of it. Kala, the sun burnt and noses were peeling. You know, in UTI at that time, no sunblock, nothing. Uh, so it was not at all... Uh, I was made to feel inferior. or uh, It was, you're a fourth assistant and you will be treated like that. So. I think when I came also, when I started choreographing, I don't think nobody really, uh, you know, I've always believed, uh, see, I don't know, maybe it, it, it's probably different when you want to be an actor actress, you know, when you want to, people can, but when you're a technician, I think when you come on set and you know your job, it takes all of 10 minutes for the crew to know this one knows the job or this one doesn't know the job. I've met many men uh, directors and male choreographers who are not given as much respect as I am given. Only because when I go there and I take the mic, I'm in command and I know what is. everyone knows. If they come and ask me what the last dancer in the hundredth row is doing, I will know it. I know my job so nobody uh, basically Fs around with me. And I think that's a. it's a more... Uh, in that sense, the industry is very equal. They don't care. It's success-based.
1: you? It's success-based, success
2: yeah. It's success-based. So if I made Mehuna and it did so well, I don't think they give a damn whether I was a man, a woman or a dog.
1: So,
0: so was that your second movie?
2: No, no, no. Then I was an assistant director. Then I became a choreographer for 10 years before I made my first movie as a director.
0: As, which was your first movie as
2: a director? Mehuna. Mehuna. Yeah. You know, and for that time, uh, I mean, no one told me that you're a girl and you cannot make it. Uh, no. My struggle was different. I think I had many offers to, to direct before Shah Rukh uh, gave me that. I had big, big offers from big producers at that time, but I was very clear that I want to make my first film with Shah Rukh. And I had written it for him and I wanted him in it. It turned out that he liked it so much, he said, I will produce it. We will not go somewhere else. I will produce it for you. Even then, he made me wait three years. You know, that was very angst filled uh, three years because he was doing this one movie and that one movie, and I was choreographing him at all times. And that time, I managed to see some director or producer go into his van, and my heart would sing, is the day of my date now. I'll be pushed back for another one year. But once we made it, He didn't tell me that you're a girl and you can't do action and you can't do these big blast fights and this full on uh, macho movie, uh, you know. Uh, Nobody questioned that. I mean, so in that sense, um, I never played the woman card and I really didn't need to play it also. I never had to say, oh, but I'm a, you know, you just go there and you are in competition with so many people that you just have to work that much harder.
0: And then after that, which was
2: the after that uh, I got married, uh, and uh, after two three years, I made Om Shanti Om, which was a, at oh. that time then became the biggest oh. hit of all time.
1: So tell me,
0: tell, tell me a little about your marriage. Tell me where did you meet Suresh? So, that Suresh
2: was the editor of Meuna and the most annoying person that I had ever met.
0: So this was romance on the set, is it? It
2: was Not romance on the set. I couldn't bear the couldn't bear him. <laughs> I used to find him very irritating. Because he, he, everybody should be scared of me, right? And there was this one person who's to not be scared and would tell me the truth. And would tell me, oh, you've screwed up this scene. You didn't shoot this nicely. And I used to look at it, how dare he? But then I used to go back and think, yeah, maybe he said the right thing. It was only after the shoot and everything was over and done, and the final, when we were sitting in final edit is you know that I let myself relax okay now my movie's over that's when he found my weak point and he, he, and he
1: cut, to you
2: he cut my movie so brilliantly that you know that was his way of wooing me he just edited my I I mean it's it's sad that he didn't win any editing awards for Mehuna brilliantly cut yeah
1: hmm. That's
2: that's it. And then he gave me an ultimatum actually, he didn't even propose.
1: How long after that uh, you
0: guys got married?
2: uh, We started seeing each other in, I think, January 2004. On my birthday, 9th of Jan, he came uh, with other people to my house. And then uh, December 9th of 2004, we got married. If I thought about it anymore, I would definitely not have got married.
0: yeah and now you have got three
2: now lovely three kids three yeah so it all makes all his irritation worth it
0: yeah i saw somewhere uh, you had posted or something your kids have become entrepreneurs
2: my kids uh, my girls are yes my girls have uh, are doing pretty well raj they've uh, how old are they how old they are, are they 12 they all three of them are 12 years old and uh, in this pandemic they've done quite a lot i was quite impressed as you know we've also anya has painted merit you see, yes, she's done a sketch, so she wanted to look after stray, the strays that were dying on the road, and you know, uh, there was no one to feed them. And she, uh, I said, Listen, we can't go on asking people for money because if uh, people are fed up of everybody, is in the same boat, so you give offer something to people that they can take from you and give you money, and then you use that. So she sketches really well, she's really very good at it. So she said that I can sketch their pets. So I said, okay, you make a sketch and I'll sell it for a thousand rupees. Anybody will pay a thousand rupees to get a sketch of their dog or their cat. She even sketched parrots and elephants, if you please. So she's actually made four lakh rupees. Four lakhs is what she made in two months. Uh, Of course, they're very generous uh, patrons like Abhishek and who have paid one... One lakh rupees for a sketcher, or uh, all, even though he doesn't have a dog, <laughs> huh. but
0: that's okay. I mean, that's yeah. given.
2: so uh, he, he's uh, collected all of it. Has gone um, between uh, feeding the strays, and the uh, we've also sent pa- loads of groceries and packets to slums, and uh, you know, uh, Nargisad Foundation, some this solo Foundation. To so we did. Uh, we divided it uh, and used that money very very. Prudently and wisely.
0: Yeah, speaking about uh, doing this thing for straight off, you've done a lot of work during this pandemic as well, because I've seen you uh, donating kits and things like that. That's
2: all uh, yes, uh, I I uh, I had good people uh, Raj who wanted to help out and didn't know how. So the, you mobilized uh, that. this yeah. nine India who makes a uh, low cost sanitary napkins. Uh, they they don't know how to do it, so. Uh, you know we i I took the onus to distribute, and of course, my dear friend Sood was doing a lot. Rohit uh, yeah. Roy Chetty was doing a lot, so we did uh, quite a lot uh, along with them just sending even just sending water to the police stations, yeah you know? uh, I got uh, Shauna Chavan from uh, yeah. you know uh, parlay uh, to uh, to help out, so it's it I mean all everyone came together to everybody wanted to do something you know that was good everybody wanted to do something a lot of people didn't know how to do it yeah. so if you can just give them that access that you give it to me i will make sure it goes uh i think uh i think that uh pandemic lot of lot of good people came out to
1: no i i, I like think I sh- you should give a
0: big shout out to all those people i mean i know that there were Lots and lots of people have actually
1: yes,
2: gone. I mean, I see that I, I was doing with these little uh, roti ghara and all. Little 25-year-olds getting together and just spending their time, you know. You you can either sit at home and grumble or you actually go and do something.
0: Even last two days, I mean, Bombay has seen this uh, rainfall. Oh, and I, oh I, my I was, God. I was seeing a lot of people coming out to help yes. people and things like yes, that.
2: I they do. They a do. I, sure. mean, yeah. seen I mean, the things, they seem to go worst and best.
0: Yeah, while I'm speaking of this, I just want to give a big shout out to my friends uh, at the Rotary District uh, 3190 in Bangalore. They've also spent almost 15 crore rupees, you know. Oh my God, wow. They're now building a 300-bed hospital. So, you know, wow. I just want to give a shout out. So, I thought... Every- I,
2: I want to give a shout out to them also.
0: So, uh, great, advice, keep it going. And for all you people who are watching, it doesn't necessarily have to be money. It can be Yeah, anything.
2: it can be anything. Raj, company, I'm telling you, there no, were... The- person who I was buying PP kits from Antim Dhotla, he saw and he said, listen, I've got thousand masks. I want to donate those. You know, Tabu was doing a lot very quietly. She was uh, sending kits and masks and a lot of stuff, a lot of people doing it without wanting any really? sort of credit yeah. for it. My only thing was the more I speak about it, the more people will want to come and yeah. will know that you're doing it. And They will join you and
1: yeah, they can reach
2: in giving you. Sometimes you, it's not wanting the publicity; it's wanting the the you know wanting it to be uh, seen so that people can join visibility, so people know. Or this one is doing. Let's yeah, let's give some more over here.
1: Exactly.
0: No, that's a good thing. And uh, to all the doctors, all that. I mean, you know, a lot.
2: And I want to tell you, it's still going on.
1: Yeah,
2: but. you go to Bandra and it's a COVID-free zone. They have no COVID in Bandra. <laughs> the lockdown opened, we decided to go for a drive. People we were like, oh my God. You yeah. don't know there is coronavirus going on. They're holding hands without masks and walking on cutter Road.
0: Very sad. You know, I, I, I hope people and especially when educated people do it, then it...
2: No, it mostly it educated problem. people are only doing it. Because see, the poor don't have a choice. Yeah. they don't have a choice it's the rich and the educated who have a choice and choose to ignore it because they want to party
0: i think you know Almost normally in important. like this i always keep telling people unless it hits you or somebody in your vicinity i want to hit that's them when you get the wake up call
2: i want to go and hit them forget the corona hitting
0: the <laughs> yeah. and your daughter i just uh, i mean i i i love uh, Zahar and the two girls so i just I have mm-hmm. to speak they also started something Uh, uh, yeah yeah
2: yeah okay so one season over then they had six weeks of holidays Uh they wanted to I mean do something which you So they are actually very uh, good they have formed a online party planning company right so I was also amused I had absolutely nothing to do with it my poor son was thrown out of this company because he's not in that company no he said he's very irritating and all they've thrown him out and they started a online where they organize your party, your Zoom party or your Microsoft. And they are fabulous. They are doing a party every day. From a baby shower to a children's party to a 30-year-old's party to... Every day I'm going and they have organized. They make, you, they make your Zoom ID. They make your personalized password, your invites, your games. They make you play games. They do quizzes. And uh, they made quite a lot of money. So I I, I can I retire think,
0: because your children are going to yeah, earn a lot of money. Not
2: that much money that I can retire, but no, I think but I know will do yes, something. Just imagine Farah at 12, they are, they are 12, yes. entrepreneurs, yes. so you can imagine. Yes, so Anya is keeping all that money because she now wants a small dog.
0: <laughs> but I thought you got a
1: dog.
2: We have two dogs. They yeah. are at the farm in Pauna. Okay. They are at Vishal Dadlani farm. And then the because they became too big. Okay. To be, they strays. We adopted two strays. Okay. So they are happily at a farm, but now because of the lockdown, we could not yeah. go to. Yeah. So now she wants her dog for the house also.
0: So uh, tell me, has any of the children shown any inclination in films or in they the. They
2: don't even watch in the movies. They don't watch. They don't. I don't know what children. I... But I saw they, some...
0: have... they made a short film or something in like me, that.
2: Zara made a video. Huh. They've shot it, but. As of now, they don't have any inclination, but they, uh, Zahar is an expert on, like, he will discuss Martin Scorsese with me and he knows all the directors of names of which is very good because normally children only know the star of the movie. Yeah. So he knows the directors and who wrote it and who, all that he knows. But does, that, think,
0: does that come from his father? I mean,
1: not he parents. It
2: comes from both of us, I think, and also he has interest in watching okay. movies and, you know, he'll do quizzes on it and stuff like that but hindi movies for the love of money or oh god i cannot make them watch it i can't it's it's
0: and and I mean, and they are
2: i mean i'm hoping it changes because you know after a point at 12 13 it's uh, but
0: have it, are you teaching them dance
2: no no they do ballet oh, they do ballet they're doing ballet They'll, they'll be too embarrassed if mother and father have to teach them something. My God, they'll be, they'll be mortified. If I dance at their birthday party, they'll be like, Mama, I'll embarrassed.
0: <laughs> so Farah, tell me, what's your normal day like? Because you're very involved. One thing I know, and I know you personally, so I know that you're very involved with the kids, in their school,
2: with their parents. Not really, not really, Raj. I'm involved with them, but I'm not a helicopter mother. Like I've seen parents who are really involved and sagri will uh, know uh, lots of them because she was a uh, my son's first teacher in in the school but, uh, you know a lot of parents uh, normal day in the pandemic or otherwise
0: normal days normal days
2: normal I, I, normal days if i'm not working i like i mean i'm involved with them in the sense that i uh, we they are my friends you know i do not take up their studies they have to do it on their own i think the for me, I think the best thing that I can do for the kids is teach them how to do things on their own because I'm not going to be there forever, you know. And I don't want them to be lost if I'm not there. So my my major uh, worry as a parent is how much can I train them to be? Yesterday, I was making, Asnar was given a full lesson on how to make spaghetti bolognese because he enjoys eating it twice I made it. Now I said, now you come and learn how to make it. If I'm not there, you should know how to make this. Now tomorrow he has to learn to make three different types of andas. <laughs> you know, omelette, scrambled, fried, he has to know. It's not only the girls, uh, yeah, obviously. you know, so for us, I think, as you know, as parents, for me, the, my, my main worry is how much to give them and how much to hold back. You know, we don't, I don't want to give them everything and have them spoiled and not do anything, you know. So I want, but at the same time, you're working so hard because you want to give them a better life. Yeah. You want to, I never got to go to a university uh, abroad to study. So I mean, I would love to send them there. I'll probably be taking a course close by in the same university. <laughs>
0: yeah, sometimes, you know, I mean, uh, I can tell that for myself, you know, you live yeah. your dreams to your
1: children. Sometimes.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, for wouldn't, Anybody want to do that for their kids, but for me, it's important that I I do not take their homework. I find it ridiculous that 12 years old they better learn to do everything on their own. I don't take up their studies, and let me tell you, since I've left them, large, they have become so conscientious. Till if I go and I, what are you doing at 11 in the night? My daughters are making their uh, you know their projects and whatever. I don't have to. I tell them go to sleep now. Don't overdo it. I'm the opposite of the helicopter mother. So I think if you instill those values in your children that they do it even when you're not supervising them, I think then I can die in peace.
0: I can I can relate to that because we did the same with our kids, and yes. I'll tell you one small incident here. My elder daughter Samira, yeah, uh, the only time she uh, you know she had to apply for these colleges, huh? And uh, she and the same very table that I'm doing conducting this chat now, she said, Dad, don't you why don't you come and sit with me? So I sat with her and she was, you know, huh. university she had to apply to. So I was like saying, you know, father, okay. this university and this university. And she's like, dad, I don't want your opinion. I want you to sit here just so that you feel that you're involved. Huh. <laughs> you know, and, and the only thing I did was give my bank statement and courier it for her. Oh, okay. But otherwise both my children, I mean, we involved. So, I yeah. think also the peer pressure because, you know, if you leave them alone, they take responsibility.
2: Yes, no. I think they they like my as of now they like my opinion because they are twelve years old, and uh, I also talk to them about everything. I talk to them about my boyfriends when I was in college, and I, you know, it's so it's like having three friends. Yeah. So I want that openness. So when they have or they they, they must be able come to and play. talk to me also, you know. And uh, yeah, I think they're going to hit puberty in this pandemic. I'm going to have three. Hormonal teenagers, <laughs> If a vaccine is not found soon,
1: so
0: so uh, in this lockdown, how is your life?
2: Uh, my life, uh, other than I can't, I have not been going to work. Is pretty much regular. I'm not a very, I don't party out in the night. So you know, I'm I, missing. I I'm missing having, having my go. friends come over, uh, and do that. But otherwise, I've I i can not complain. Is, I can't complain it's been I spent a lot of time with the children uh you know and we have a comfortable house um we so definitely which is also why I was so eager to do things for people because we can't complain yeah
0: we are very privileged we know, are
2: very privileged. privileged yeah so privileged lucky whatever you call it and we needed to uh, need to needed to share that privilege with people uh who are clearly, I mean, it's been horrible, you know. So I hate when people say, hashtag grateful to the pandemic and I want to go there and slap them. And say, it's a horrible thing. Please don't be grateful to it.
0: Moving a little bit because, you know, you've been one of the most uh, successful TV hosts and and also yeah, see, reality television shows you've done almost every show that,
2: that I know of, right? Only Ke was left. I did that also <laughs>
0: So you're 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 the star who's actually done almost uh, all reality.
2: I should be in the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, you should. I've eh? done, I think, at least thirty uh, shows.
0: Yeah, reality shows.
2: I've done at least. I've not left anything.
0: You, do you want me to put you in a spot?
2: Uh, uh, yeah.
0: So tell me which, which of the show is the best?
2: <laughs> so the show is the best of which I enjoy doing a lot.
0: Okay, which you enjoy doing?
2: A lot? I really enjoyed doing Big Boss. You know that it used to be my favorite show. It still is. I mean, I'm.
0: You know, for, it. for viewers who don't know, I mean, Farah used to send messages to our programming team and send yeah. messages to me on everything that's happening on Big Boss. So in one season we had to have a host. I mean, uh, for whatever yeah. reason, the man wasn't available.
2: And the aloo, available. that is putha.
0: Yeah, and uh, and uh, we couldn't think of anybody else. I said, if you have to get, let's get Farah because. Uh, you know, she knows so much about the show. Probably yeah, but
2: that is true. So I knew so much. I really enjoyed uh, yeah. doing it. And it was that.
0: the right decision because the show ratings went up and we did yes. very cool.
2: And Salman is the only one who still says it every time. And
0: he jokes about it all the time.
2: He, he's not joking. He, he's quite hurt about it, I think. No. <laughs> no, no. He's too sweet. He was too lovely to me. Yeah, he, yeah. And uh, he keeps saying, Ke if the rating didn't go up because of me, because it, that season was just. Fantabulous.
0: But I think it was… Uh, you were
2: very good. I mean… Uh, yeah, so no, I enjoy doing shows where I am involved and I can… Uh, oh, how, is,
0: uh, how was the experience now that the last one you did is Khatron Khiladi. How know, was the experience? It
2: was a very strange experience. I, I enjoy watching Khatron Ki Khiladi also. But I was not a show ever that I thought… And of course Rohit uh, uh, called me and he asked me to personally do uh, two episodes because he wasn't there. But it was very uh, strange and it was uh, different because it was the first time the host was getting scared of the stunts. And you know, normally Akshay are like full macho man and they are doing the stunts themselves. And you know, I think I was more like the audience who was like looking and wondering like, oh shit, how they're going to do it. But um, it was yeah. fun and it was fun. Uh, I enjoy uh, doing uh, TV. Yeah.
1: Going, of Words
2: I think I have to go there. I've done almost every show there is. So far, I, my travel show is left to do now, which nobody can travel now in any case. Huh. Yeah,
0: now now nobody can. You can do a virtual travel show. You can just
2: no. I want to do but, actual yeah. travel.
0: <laughs> so so tell me. I mean, a lot of people. I mean, when they've listened to you now and seen your journey from, you know, the struggles that you went through, and uh, you know, to becoming one of the most successful film director. In this country. Uh, so tell me if you have a message for all youngsters who want to either become a choreographer or want to become a film director, what would your message be? What,
2: what you do know, you Raj, a lot of time people tell me we want to be an actor. We, my message is that don't do it as a hobby. You know, sometimes people come even there, a lot of people send their kids to me that they assistant director. Rak, you can't say no because there's a relation with the parent so so it's not nepotism I would say it's it's called relationship you know um,
0: yeah, obviously that happens in every every yeah. industry.
2: so I mean i I have a relation with a parent so I will meet that child of course that child gets entry into my house and whatever but my my only message would be to to anyone joining any field is that do it don't do it as a stopgap. Do it if you feel that you, there is nothing else that you would rather do. You know, it has to be your passion. And whenever I go to give these lectures and all they ask me, I want to be an actor. What do you suggest? I said only come into this industry if you feel that I will die if I don't do this. You know, you have to because it's very tough. It's brutal. Uh, it is disheartening at times uh, it is depressing see when we all came we didn't have the extra onus of social media and every person with a phone judging your choices and judging you on everything we didn't have that at least we were lucky but now all so you come in only if you feel that there is matlab my life is nothing if i don't do this only when you have that passion and that then is when you have a chance of making it you know, that is what I feel. And don't have sour grapes. Yeah. I mean, I see so many people, I like, okay, sour grapes. Like, okay, you didn't make it. Now, don't blame the entire Bollywood for you not picking it. You you know, there are various other reasons. Sometimes it's just a case of bad luck. Yeah,
1: I mean, luck. Sometimes, sometimes luck you're luck just
2: not in the place. right, uh, right place at the right time. You know?
1: So Farah, tell me
0: one. Uh, this is something I ask all my guests, and okay. uh, you know. So you're always bubbly and chirpy. At least I've oh, seen yeah. you super.
2: Ask okay. my husband.
0: <laughs> so tell me, tell me, what is your secret? What what is it that uh, yeah. makes you so positive as a person?
2: I've gone through so much shit that my life is. You know, I just feel that. Uh,
0: you're grateful for all the things that
2: I've had. I'm grateful. I think that is my secret. I'm grateful. I'm a grateful person. I wake up. Sometimes I come home in the night and, you know, the house is in darkness. I've come in with my own and I just stand there and I look at the size of my living room and I can't believe it's my house. You know, my mom, my brother and me stayed in a storeroom for five years. It was a storeroom. It was about 50 square feet. One room with a very small passage which we made into a kitchen and a tiny bathroom. And we stayed there for five years. So when I come now, you've come to my house. Yeah, yeah. I, sat there, I was like, thank you, God. You know, thank you, universe. for That is, I mean, that is uh, gratefulness. And like I said, my mantra was in Om Shanti Om. If you truly love something, you manifest it for yourself. You know, I know I manifested my kids. I was 40, 43 years old and that was the last and I was like, I'm going to have these kids by hook or by crook, you know, I'll tell you a secret. So I came back and I took all my sanitary pads and I threw them out of the house. I parceled them and I said, throw them in the kachra. I was like, I will get pregnant. I will not get my periods this year, you know? So you have to really just manifest it and you have to be grateful. If you're an ungrateful person, you'll always be bitter about what has happened to you, you know. You look around, you will always see somebody, I mean, you'll see somebody, you can choose to see someone who's, oh, this one is doing better than me. Or you feel that I've gotten here, oh, my God, thank you. So I think gratefulness, gratitude is, is, uh, is very important. You know, at one point I used to do that morning get up and write three, ten things that you are grateful for. Whether it's as simple as somebody's making a cup of tea for you and putting it in your hand. Yes. Because at one point I had to cook kana in my house and then go to college. Literally wake up at six o'clock, cook the food for the day, and then take the train and go to college. So when I wake up, somebody's made tea and they put it in my hand. You know, just be grateful even for that.
1: Farai,
0: you you know, very few people remember their past. They talk about their past. And, you know, you have always kept that in mind. And probably that's what has helped you stay so grounded. Okay, the person you are, you are a friend's friend. And you got a huge heart, very, very big heart. Okay. And I'm proud to be your friend. God,
2: I love you, Raj. You know that. You Even know before, you. I knew, first of all, I always knew you as my son's teacher's husband. <laughs> After six months, someone told me. He's the CEO of Colors. I was like, bloody, why did you tell me earlier? Yeah. Yeah. No, no okay. I love you and I love you and I love Sagri And, you know, it's...
0: Yeah, thank you so much and stay blessed and... More to you, more success to you, more happiness to.
2: Yes, I think have. that is important. My name, by the way, means happiness in Arabic.
1: Oh Farah
2: means happiness. Oh, you know, so. which someone told me long ago and I said I must I must live up to my name.
0: Yes. You know? So so we've got happiness there and cheerful here.
2: Yeah, then what else you need?
0: Thank you so much.
2: Love you. Thank, Thank you, you for having me on your show.
0: Yes. Thank you, Farah